Hey, good morning, good evening, good night. I always say that it depends on where you're listening from, where you're watching from. We understand the, the time zone. Okay. I I have a very important guest today. But before I, 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 I tell you who that my guest is, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about the, the situation that we've been talking about uh, um, on this episode. Do you remember that Anderson had taken police? Officer, um, she's a 26 year, year old um, officer. She, she's very young, but she's having a, a challenge. There, there's a, a, a bit of complication with her liver. I might say a bit, uh, maybe, <laughs> um, maybe an understatement because she really needs some assistance. She was here in the United States and was sent home because of uh, I, I, I heard. It is because of uh, financial challenges. You need uh, at least a million US dollars. Uh, I, I I read somewhere, and uh, I'm, I'm not sure um, how much it is really, but it's a lot of money that, that she needs to, to stay alive. I spoke with her mother on Can You Exploration, your topic in the podcast, this medium, um, not too long ago. And her mother told us that the doctors are saying if she doesn't get some attention soon, the transplant that she needs, and she may die. We don't want that. We don't want that. And we want to help Danny and the kids. And um, I'm going to let my guest in. He, he has been very supportive in, in this campaign to help our sister. And um, uh, he will tell us more about some of the concerns he, he is having and, uh, you know, how we can best help Danny, through his organization, through him, because he is very supportive. I'm going to let him, Dr. Rupert Francis, into the studio. Dr. Francis, how are you doing? Not as good as you, Dr. Kenwood. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm re- we are both good. Let's put it up. Thank God for the right. moments. We're here. Yes, thank you. All right, nice. And we're both in the United States um, audience. And, you know, we want to help our sister, Danny. Um, Absolutely. So Rupert, I, I, I'd like to find out first of all, who are you? Just tell the, 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 the audience who you are professionally. Well, my background is very simple. I'm a, I'm a retired um, army officer. I was in the JDF for quite a number of years. After the JDF, I um, tried out, surprisingly, in politics for a while. And then um, I decided that I would have to because I couldn't find work in Jamaica. I had to go to the, somewhere else, and I came to the United States, and I decided to go into education because there, was very, there were very few options at the time. And I did that, and I became a professor at a number of colleges, and I earned a PhD doing that. And as a result of that, I've been working with since that with the diaspora, Okay. Working on the diaspora as a member of the western section of the country in California. And um, I've been able to assist in the process of helping the nation from this side. Okay. I, I have, uh, we, we developed what is called the Crime Task Force, the Crime Intervention and Prevention Task Force. Our, our basic um, focus was on the children of Jamaica, crime on Jamaica. How do we resolve it? How do we cap it? How do we deal with it in the upcoming years? So that is what I also have been involved in a lot of uh, 
areas in Jamaica that are dealing with not only children but other troubled areas and to try to build up uh, the self-esteem of the youth. I myself came from Ocho Rios, Jamaica, and my journey um, through what I just told you was only because of the, the it took a village to raise a child, yeah. you know, and that is why uh, I believe that having had the benefit of people who were not necessarily my my blood relatives helped me. I believe and I know that Jamaicans out there, young people in particular, and that anybody can go through that process and really help themselves and help the Jamaica in turn. So I've been doing this for the past 30 years. I was on the advisory board of the Ministry of um, uh, Foreign Affairs and Foreign Trade for quite some time. And I have held various capacities in the United States, uh, President of the Jamaica Men of Florida. I also was in Najasso as it's and I've also done a lot of other philanthropic work throughout, not only Jamaica, but we have chapters of the task force in England, in Canada, oh. and the USA. I think I should stop. I'm also a radio talk show. Right <laughs> yeah, I know. You see, um, Dr. Francis is wearing so many ads, right? I mean, he he is a Jamaican who is, he talked about being a, a philanthropist. Uh, you know, it, it's something that we want to go into as we talk about the Danny Anderson story. Yes. But you know, yes. you know, Doctor Francis has been uh, a rare for for the Jamaican uh, in Jamaica and even those of us in the diaspora. But Doctor Francis, I, I I note that Danny was here in the United States and she was sent back to Jamaica uh, according to to report that the 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 procedure, I, I might not want to say procedure, but the, the, the attempt to get a transplant, a liver transplant, had failed. But um, I, my thing, how have you helped her while she was here? I heard that you were a great support to Danny and her family while she was here. Talk to us well, about that. Thank you, Doc. I, I want to say this, that... Uh, the next situation is both a tragedy and a blessing at the same time. Why do I say that? I had no intention. Um, in fact, I was on to a number of other things. When I was called and told that they had arrived in New Jersey, and I said, they who? And they needed to get some transportation from the airport to, um, to AFK to New Jersey. I called upon a couple of friends of mine, and then they told me no, they had found someone and they took them to a hotel and they told me what the situation was. I did that for the first time two and a half months ago that I learned of the situation. When I learned of the situation, I um, was given some information about it. I said, oh my God, this is a young woman who has um, signed up to serve and protect her country, as I did when I was uh, about, uh, let me see, uh, 17, 18 years old. And for, uh, there but for the grace of God goes I. I mean, I could be in her position. Uh, she had no sickness before, and yet this young lady persevered and became and, and ended up being at the top of her class um, yeah. during the time that she she was um, she was uh, she is still a, a female officer and she persevered. Uh, yet, but she was sick. She had this autoimmune disease. Nobody knows where it came from, and started to attack her liver and her vital organs. And she's been going through this for quite some time, almost a year and a half, from my from what I've understood. Um, then, so the question is, she came, she was sent there to see someone in uh, Bethlehem Hospital, I think it was, 
and it was not to be the person did not did not answer the phone calls there okay. were not there's what nothing and i said no way this is not going to happen so i told her i contacted a friend of mine who is claudette powell who is the head of the crime task force and um, i contacted dr clark robert clark I said, how can we um and they told me how to and we, she was sent to an emergency room and they started the procedure there nearby in order to reduce her because she was confused and she was, you know, this is a bright girl who is not normally confused and she had to go in there right away for them to do something. And then they didn't have a the report from the University of the West Indies Hospital, which we were able to secure and got to get that and look at it. And when Dr. Clark read it, he said, look, man, this is uh, something that should have been dealt with a long time ago. And yeah. the way it is being dealt with now is not the correct way. Let's see if we can get it on track. So yeah. we decided to help them to get it get it on track. And so that was how it began. And um, the fact of the matter is that she was sent there by um, the JCF in some way. Yet we have had very little um, response from the JCF, including the the, the, the the commissioner himself. I was told it was being sent to the commissioner and indeed um, the minister of national security. But that was not to be. Uh, we have not had any uh what shall i say response really from that uh, angle so we've had to do it on our own so yeah. you asked me a question let me just tie it up with saying yeah that's having, all right okay having said all that uh we decided to act on our own and we decided she had she they were paying a huge sum of money per week to stay by the hospital that is the mother and she in the hospital right. she couldn't stay there mm -hmm. and so we decided to co-opt um local help and we reached out to some ex-JDF soldiers, mm -hmm. one Staff Sergeant Grant and, um, and Fullerton, ex 2 and they put her up for free in New Jersey for the past month and a half uh, to two months. So that's what's been happening. Yeah. And, uh, the, of course, other things have happened since then. Right. You said we. We meaning who? My colleagues, my colleagues and I who were in the Army together. Okay. take 33 and all that. So oh, cool. they were there and they were able to assist. Um, in every, you know, um, putting her up, um, feeding her, etc., etc., and um, they really became like family to her. And wow. I'm telling you, it, it, it brought tears to my eyes, honestly, when I saw these these men who were out, um, you know, uh, taking her over and, and insisting that yeah. she got the very best care possible. I didn't know that that was necessary, but it, it, I mean that was possible. But trust me, uh, yeah. it, it, it became yeah. it, it was very very. Uh, impactful on me yes i love that you know um dr francis i i heard the 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 i want to say emotion the the you know yes the, the passion yes. in your voice yes. um, it tells me that you have some concerns what are some uh, of the concerns that you have being oh this thing is being angered or you know what what you think might happen if it's not angered properly what are some of your concerns first of all let me say this i lost a daughter at almost the same age and i and and i've carried her with me for the past 20 plus years and i promised myself that that would never happen in my um to anyone in my lifetime again mm -hmm. and so that is why i took on this i put everything aside and decided to work on um Danique and her mom and they've, uh, they've found uh, i mean they've been tremendous people i believe that somebody dropped the balls people have dropped the ball they didn't understand they didn't know what to do and they didn't reach out to anybody eventually somebody did me uh, me reach out to me and ask me to do them a favor and i did um to be quite honest with you but i do not think that if if this thing have happened to a, to a, a soldier it would have gone this way but yeah. in the police force they have no support and what have you 
And really and truly, we are all judged by how we treat the least of us. So I'm, I'm not trying to cast blame or anything, but I'm saying to you, there is something wrong when we can't, we, we are allowed, we, we, they're almost turned, like they're turning their back on this young lady at this moment in time. Which of the, uh, of the high ranking, uh, they know this is happening. Which have made a remark or a comment of only one and um, to say they'll get back and they didn't get back. Um, but which of them have taken, and that to me hurts. It hurts me to my core. It was not until we went to the uh, Consul General of New York that we had some semblance of movement and she was able to come in, step in and use her influence to get her into what is called the Harlem Hospital, which is headed by a wonderful Jamaican doctor. And he was a doctor, uh, Maurice Wright, and they were able to work their magic and, and keep her on and so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, she was told that there is no, literally told that there was no hope. Not because you know, because tests were done, and listen, we said, we said then at that point, no, we are not going to accept that. We need a second opinion. Not that we don't, we they did a marvelous job, they did a tremendous yeah. job, by the way. Let me just absolutely clear that up. They did a tremendous job, and they treated her wonderfully. We met some wonderful people there because I absolutely went there and visited her. I took time out of my schedule and went there, and I ended up, by the way, let me just make it great during yeah. the storms that you're hearing. I was in that. Uh, what do you call it, airport for five days. Mm. Could not get back home as a result of that. Um, and I was accompanied by my daughter. So I, I took evidence to show, and I have pictures to show that I was there with her and the mother and so on, and empathized with her because I realized that she they were alone, um, yeah. you know, personally. So I kind of took them on as my family, and not only that, other persons too. I'm not alone in this. Claudette Powell, as I said before, the head of the Dr. Clark, um, Herbert Nelson, all of those persons and many, many more um, have come on board and uh, to form a coalition to assist this young lady. And we have found now, as a result of that, other alternatives, maybe closer to her, that we could impact. Now, that's where the money thing, we don't, we're not sure about the money. There's a GoFundMe right now, but that GoFundMe is not only for personal, like to keep her, but this okay. one would have, once she decides, once Dr. Clark evaluates, and his team evaluates the medical aspect, can now see which race would um, accept her. And, and, you know, after that, it's transfer can only happen based on my knowledge um, and what I've been told after they have assessed how she will perform in the, um, and then they can put her on a list. But the good, yeah. thing, the good news, the good news is that we might have the, her match in Jamaica and she was oh. offered um, yes, yes. A lot of people are not talking about that. There's no effort, you see. The people in Jamaica have to bear um, those persons who, um, who, who are the, the force, the police force, and, and, the, and the Ministry of National must bear, uh, what you would call it, um, responsibility. Because yeah. if I, as a retired officer, had that um, on my uh, portfolio, I would have made sure that things were in order. Because I know for a fact that if any senior government mission, um, official or any um, person in parliament or their member of family gets hurt, they would be on a plane shuffled and chauffeured right to wherever in the world they want to, free of course. And so why not for an officer, a young officer like um, Donny, who came to serve the country, especially in these times. I think yeah. that if that is, uh, if, that, if, if, if that's the way they're going to treat her, I'm offended by that, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Dr. Rupert. Francis, I, I heard your your concern. You're listening to Kenyut's Exploration, your topic in a podcast. I am Dr. Kenyut White. I'm talking to 
Dr. Rupert Francis. Um, we're talking about the 26-year-old police woman, Jamaican police woman, who, who needs your assistance, right? And, and she has been living with a liver complication that may take her life, but we're not going to allow that. We're not going to allow that. So we are fighting to get some assistance for her to ensure that she lives and live to serve us because Absolutely. she is a servant of our country, Jamaica. We are reaching out from the United you know, States. You know, Doc, you know, Doc when, I, when I spoke to her and I said to her, listen, you have to tell the world your story. Yeah. She says, you know, let me tell you something. When I signed up, you know, we're in an organization that, you know, prides or, or, or privacy and so on and so forth. And it's not up to me to speak out about the organization. That's amazing. That's yeah. what is called the blue line of silence in, 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 in the U.S. Um, police force. And yeah. yet, they, they, she would not, she would not um, speak out. And, and that's amazing. And I, that's what I, I, I had, she had my respect. Because yeah. to be quite honest with you, I'm not speaking and calling any names. I could, but the yeah. fact is, but I'm just saying the circumstances demand that we hold our people accountable. That's why yeah. we are paying our officials to be where they are so yeah. that they can do the right thing for our population. Mm -hmm. If we were in an emergency, for example, a hurricane, a storm, any type of um, deluge, they would be on it, right? Or should be, yeah. or preparing for it. Well, you should be preparing for it. I do believe that there should be a welfare. Uh, situation for ex-policemen as it pertains in the army um, and we, where you have you can go in there they don't even have a situation you know what is cool about all of this by the way yeah. Dr. Um, Robert Clark offered his mm -hmm. entire organization let me give you the background on this guy yeah. this guy from Trenchtown you know right mm -hmm. so you know he, he's a yeah, in an inner city man and he's become who he is a senior medical officer right and right. he has a thing called um, Help Jamaica Mission which goes to Jamaica several times a year and help people for free, right? And he had he's willing to put up his five hundred one three C three to back this whole business of supporting Danique Anderson um, to, to her way to um, to for hope for Danique, right? Now if he can do that of his own volition, right, yeah. and and time and effort, why can't we entire back him in order to get this thing done? Is is my yeah. point? And uh, yeah. that to me you know, makes it very, very hurtful and, and very personal to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that, uh, Dr. Francis. We're talking, I'm talking to Dr. Rupert, Rupert Francis, a uh, member of the Jamaican diaspora here in the United States. I am Dr. Kenyutz White, and you're listening, watching Kenyutz Exploration, your topic in a podcast. Uh, Dr. Francis, expectations. What are your expectations? Well, to be... Um... I'm a very hopeful person. I believe in a, a supreme power, as most of us do. Mm -hmm. And um, I do believe that um, where there's hope, where there's life, there's hope. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, I always believe in the, in, in the best among human beings. And I'm asking all those persons to forget the information about her. Get the information about Dr. Clark's organization. Mm -hmm. If you have any idea of how you can help, worldwide please let us give her that hope she's 26 years old mm. 26 years old and she is a beacon let me tell you something one of the brightest persons i've come across yeah. right now when i'm on the phone and i have any issues on on the phone mm. you know with her she can fix it right mm. there even though she's not well yeah and i'm saying if she shouldn't be doing that my expectation is or my hopes dreams and aspirations are mm. 
that she will be among us and be with us to yeah. share her experience with the entire, not only Jamaican population, but with the world. Yeah. I have seen people step up in the even in the hospital that she was in Harlem Hospital and, and step up and to say, listen, we are helping her because she mm -hmm. deserves it. I myself work as a sick child. We can get through yeah. this. And, and, and that's where I, I get the strength from. And I'm asking mm -hmm. everybody else to get their strength from it and, and work. You can see she's she's fighting and let us help her fight, fight together. Please reach yeah. out to me um, at any time. Um, I can give my telephone number. It's very, very easy. It's 909-994-0 or my um, business line, which is 561-809-0855 or on Super Jams Radio. I'm sure you can send in a note and I will get it. Uh, so, uh, Dr. Carney, can you, let me tell you something. Yes. Yeah. How we have to, as a people, you know, just remember people. Remember to love people. And remember, you know, love thy neighbor. Understand? Some people take it as a joke. It's not a joke. Yeah. Right? yeah. It will be a better place. Yeah. You know? And also, let's yes, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Our people like that. They're very clannish. But what we need to do now is to leave the stripes behind. Leave the list behind. And just understand that this is a human being. But not only on this occasion, I urge every Jamaican to understand that they must support the diaspora. Because it's through the diaspora as a people and Jamaica together, we can bring her, we can work, we can help our, our country to be what it should be. Look at our country, all the accomplishments that we have had. And you know, people have the gall to talk about, we do not love Jamaica. Come on, give me a break. Has anybody listening to me think I don't love Jamaica? I love Jamaica and life itself. I am Jamaica. You are Jamaica. Anybody who's watching this is Jamaica. Or even friends of Jamaica are Jamaica. Because yeah. everywhere you go in the world, somebody um, has heard the name Jamaica. Yeah. Everywhere. Name none. So therefore, why are we shortchanging ourselves? Why are we listening to people who want to divide us? and rulers rather than listen to ourselves and our own consciences we are great people great runners we made rum we made reggae shall i continue we made comment. what there is nothing yeah. at all we can't do nothing if we decide that we're not going to be enslaved by our minds as um uh, as marcus garvey did told us and um bob marley we must uh, we must derive ourselves from mental slavery that's what we must do yeah Dr. Francis, I want you to, to um, give us again those numbers to contact you. My telephone number is 909-994-2490. I repeat, 909-994-2490 and 561-809-0855. Um, uh, is, is there an email? Yes, I have an email to have, I have two emails. One, well, the one is diaspora, D as in dog, I as in India, A as in apple, S as in Sam, P as in um, papaya, um, O as in Oscar, R as in Romeo, A as in apple, J as in Jamaica, all lowercase, seven at gmail.com. So it's diaspora, J7 at gmail.com. And if you don't remember that, the other one is very easy. It's C-A-P-T-Francis at yahoo.com. 
C-A-P-T. Just tell me who you are. Tell me what you're calling about because I have thousands of emails yeah. um, and things coming through on a day-to-day -day basis. So if you tell me exactly this is about Danique or it's about whatever it is or it's a question, I will then do it. Then you can go on WhatsApp and you can join me on WhatsApp. I have a very big platform there. I'm also on Facebook. We have the Jamaica Diaspora Crime Intervention and Prevention Task Force on Facebook. I also have a fan page, which is called Dr. Rupert A. Francis, and you'll see me on the radio station, Super Jams. And you also have Rupert A. Francis from Ocherius. I'm from Ocherius. I'm very proud of that. I can't you? I'm from yes, Ocherius, yes. um, Jamaica, and I love it. And I was born there. I'm a, I was born, um, I'm a born Jamaican. I was born, I always say, I'm a Jamaican born and bred, and I'll be a Jamaican even when I did. So, right. that's hope, that's my motto and my mantra. And I want everybody to understand that there are a lot of people out there, you know, they're spin doctors, and they're going to tell you this, they're going to tell you that, and so on. But let me tell you something. In the task force, we have great people. We have Wilfred Rattigan. We have heard Nelson. Everybody has heard from Wilfred, the, 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 from Waterhouse, right? You have Herb Nelson. You have um, you have a lot of you have Doctor Doctor um, Clark. You have a lot of people who are well known out there. You know Donovan Long. Everybody that are part of this task force that are helping people, Bill Tinklin, helping people every day. But it's just that we have not tried to get in your face. We are just trying to say, listen to me. We have crime is not just, it's a phenomenon. But just as it's a phenomenon, we can, it was created, we can not necessarily eradicate it, but we can reduce it. And we're not trying to, we just say to focus on our children. Listen, Dr. Kanu, yeah. when you have children who are scamming to go to school, that is a serious problem you're having. Yeah. Serious problem. Yeah. The children are our future, and our future cannot be scamming. It cannot be murder. I heard a man say to another, "I'm going to do a um, what's that famous um, dead place called um, de we call it um, funeral park. What is it? Dove park. Okay. I'm going to do a dove cut today. That means going to kill somebody. Can you imagine? That's the language. Yeah. So I'm just saying to you, but you have a Danique now. Look at Danique. She says, no, 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 no. I am not going to go down that path. I am going to make sure I join and see how I can help. Okay? Look at her in her head. She was the top cop, the top youngster at graduating. Right? And there you are. There is the Minister of National Security. And, and come on, Mr. Minister. Why have she not heard from you since? Why have you not personally said, I, please help Danica Anderson? Why? You tell me, Mr. Minister. That is what I would like to ask. There is the commissioner. Absolutely. And thing. You are going to tell me, Mr. Commissioner, you don't remember that day and that young lady? Do you think she needs to die in abandonment somewhere, Mr. Commissioner? I don't think so. I don't think so. We are all human beings, sir. And she is our, should be our child. She could be your daughter. In fact, she has your last name, Mr. Mr. Commissioner. Her name is Anderson. And I won't say the rest of what I was going to say yeah. because it might be a little bit disingenuous. That's Dr. Rupert, Rupert Francis. Hey, Doc, I have one yes. final question for you, though. Um, yes. What next in the campaign for Danique? What, what, what next from your end? Well, you know, once we get the feedback from the, um, the population about um, possibilities, there are people listening, I'm sure, who, um, who might have ideas about this. 
uh, you know, how to attack this autoimmune disease and so on, how, how to keep her going and how do we get, um, you know, the uh, the liver transplant. Well, I'm going to say something which might sound dark and ominous, but Jamaica has a lot of um, a lot of candidates for, for, for liver transplant. But we can get it from there to, um, to think. Or we get it, it's sad, but it is true. Just, just think about it. And so if we can get a way to find a way to get it to the, the place, then we don't have to put her on our list. She might be able to get a, um, a, no, the body can reject it, whatever. But yeah. we have experts throughout the world. Reach out to your cousin. Reach out to your auntie. Reach out to, and, and then get to us. And our, our, our caption is Hope for Danique. That's the name. Hope for Danique. And you reach out to Hope for Danique. We'll soon provide you, sir, with a, a, a complete information about hope for Danique right right on that poster so you can you can you can get on to, to me and we can say well okay fine this is where we're going we have our, our headquarters is and what we can do so once we do that then we'll be, we'll be, we'll be good we'll no be good. no I, I have to talk some more about hope for Danique um tell us a little bit more about that before I leave you well, you see, when, when she was discharged from the hospital, the whole idea was she, they were, she more than like, I don't know if they ever thought about this, but that's what it was, she was going to go. She was going to die. And when we heard that, we said, no, 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 no. It ain't that simple. It ain't that simple. Not because some people were talking about she was not a citizen of the United States. She was just a visitor, et cetera, et cetera. So let me ask you a question. If, if, if a visitor comes to your home, right? The Bible tells you so. For all of the Bible-punching people like myself, it tells you that if somebody comes in your house, you give them the best seat, you treat them, right? You treat them well. I think it was on Lot, if my memory serves me right. It was there in that those scriptures. And so therefore, if you treat people well, you don't just cast them off and, and then allow whatever to happen to them. No. You have to say to yourself that there is hope and that's why the word hope came up. And there must be hope for Danique. Because if there's no hope for Danique, then we are lost. We are lost in ourselves. You know? And, and so I, I would like to be, as a believer, a person who believes. And I believe in all... By the way, I don't, I don't su support one religion over the next. Yeah. But I do believe that you have to have some degree of moral fiber in you. I believe that you should be the type of person who says, I'm going to do something and do it. I believe that your, your word must be your bond, right? I believe that we all need some moral fiber. You can't be right one day and, next, and, and, and wrong the next day. You, right is right and wrong is wrong. This world is going in too many places that we need to, those of us who know better must do better, right? And do the right thing for Donique. That is why it's important. And it's not about the Donique is, an, is, is, is a banner or an example of how we should live and do with our, our people. In, in, in the world. That's what it is. And that's why I'm hoping to, to, to see and push this hope for the need. And let's leave our, you know, our differences aside. You don't have to like me. I don't have to like you. What I have, you have to like is the idea, you know, the idea that this is the right thing to do. And if we treat everyone in mankind I don't know if racism can end, but this is the type of thing that would end it. If we treat each other as our neighbors, if we treat others well, then our lives would be better. We ourselves would be enriched. I spend sleepless nights thinking about the need. 
Okay, I even forgot some of my appointments this week yeah. because I was thinking about the need. But I took the time out today to share with you an earlier Durban, Malcolm, about the type of person that she is. And not only that, because she is the, uh, one of us. And if we cannot fight for the least among us, then what are we? That is what I'm trying to say to you. I am saying to you, reinvent the police force. Reinvent what it means. Get leadership back. Exemplo ducimus. By example, we shall lead. If you can leading and you don't lead by example, who are we? You see what I'm saying? Who are we? And that's the example that Jamaica needs right now. Okay, and so people are shifting it around, trying to hide the information, trying to hide the information and what is happening to the it will not be hidden. It will not be hidden. And I want to tell people that this they're telling everything on TikTok, send this on TikTok. The Donnie, there is hope for Danique Anderson, and it will not be hidden and will not allow anyone to hide it. Okay? All right? And take um, and, and, and try to shift the blame and so on and so forth and tell them that it, it is not possible. Anything is possible. Right? If, 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 if the blind can see and the dead can be raised from the dead and the disabled can walk, why can't Danique? That's what I say. And if you want a sermon, there you have it. I'm not a pastor, but you hold on to it. Hope, hope for the knee. Hope for the knee. Hope for the knee. Yes, hey, absolutely. You know, yes, and, you know, that's what we we want to endorse here um, for for Danique, You know, on Can You Exploration, your topic in a podcast. Personally, Doctor White here, yours truly, um, is touched by the Danique story and and want to 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 explore it and and um, reach out to others, asking you to help Danique. Uh, that's what we want to do because there is, as Dr. Francis said, hope for Danny. Um, Dr. Francis, nice talking to you about this campaign and this effort to save a life, save not only a Jamaican, but a, a human being and someone who, who I, apparently, I, I realize, is committed to her task as, as, a, as a police officer. And, mm. and she she loved the force, you know, and... Um, we want oh, yes. you to help us. You know, then, before we, Dr. Kennedy, before we go, let me yeah. tell you something. Mm -hmm. I know you know what it is to serve, yeah. like myself. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. We can serve best if we go on the airwaves, mm -hmm. on the YouTubes. I see a lot of things on YouTube and all. And I can't, I commend the Jamaicans. They are really all over. I mean, I think yeah. it was invented for them. And I think we should go on there and have some serious topics with our people. Talking about what about our moral fiber? What about the way we grew up? What about what we believe in? What we, what what makes us Jamaican? You know what I mean? You love Jamaica? Prove it. All right. Jamaican doesn't mean you have to be, drive the nicest car or the biggest have live in the biggest house. Jamaicans mean that I will meet you and say, "Wagwan, brother, I could sit down and have a little juice, no man." Well, I don't do it because I can't do it. But at the same time, you see what I'm saying, you? Yeah. Come to my house, man, and you know, you don't have to nothing to worry about. You don't have to look behind you. You understand what I'm saying? That is the Jamaica I grew up in. Yeah. Right? yeah. That yeah. is the Jamaica. Even the man on the street, Robert, we used to call him in Ochers, he used to run on every other child except me. Because when I passed him, I said, What, Mr. Robert? <laughs> and he just looked for me. Yeah. Right? I mean, just walk past him. I don't have no fear. Yeah. Because even Robert would look after me. Yeah. You understand me? Because yeah. that is how I was. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I policemen. People talk about policemen. Let me tell you something. I grew up with policemen and I used to walk with my 
my pants or under my under my my like them and walk with them because that's as I want to be a police, right? And I'm so boy, you know, whatever. And that's how I I, I grew up, man. And that's yeah. all I'm asking. People go back there yeah. in a sense. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. my brother. So yeah. go back there to basic to be a exactly. All right, yeah. thank, thank you, Rupert Francis, Dr. Rupert. Yeah, my Francis. friend, anytime, wonderful. Look forward to it. Take care, bye-bye now. So that was Dr. Rupert Francis. You know, the truth and nothing but the truth. He's, he, he expressed his concerns and his expectations and his hope for Danique. Hope for Danique, you saw the, the, the posters there um, because that's what we are saying. Um, can you exploration? Your topic in a podcast is saying support Danny. Yes, um, we are also saying hope for Danny, and we are going to get this around to help a Jamaican, a human being first. Yes, and someone who is having a challenge, a sickness, a, 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 an illness that she needs your support, your financial support that she can get a, a liver transplant. Illnesses, there, there are things that we we don't call on ourselves. If we have the, the will to do that, we'll not, right? Because we want to be healthy and therefore illness will come upon us. And when we say that we need support, we need support. And it doesn't, it cuts across race. It cuts across um, ethnicity. Um, rich, poor, you can be ill. Uh, you can get sick. And therefore, we're asking for the support for Danny, for hope for Danny. Uh, thanks, thanks for taking you know, the, your time out. To, to listen and those of you listen on your uh, favorite podcast platform and watch those of you on the youtube platform um can use exploration your topic in the podcast i am dr ken white goodbye